Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a Lip Media Podcast. This episode of Word of the Gay is brought to you by Gale. Gale is a gay ale made and brewed by members of the LGBT plus community. Visit galebev.com.au and use code Word of the Gay at checkout for 10% off. That's galebev.com.au and use code Word of the Gay at checkout. Word of the Gay is supported by supersimplecards.com. Write your gay words in a fab selection of blank greeting cards designed for multiple uses. Get a pack of greeting cards from supersimplecards.com with 10% off your entire order when you use the code Word of the Gay at checkout. Beyonce said slay, Shante, you stay. You say that's fishy, well I say he's dishy. We say that's fierce, so sing all my queers. Don't go nowhere, just prick up your ears. The word of the gay. Welcome to Word of the Gay, where we aim to dissect common words in the queer lexicon with regard to their history, contemporary usage in the LGBT plus community and in pop culture at large. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Lenny and this is my co-host, Brendy. Hi, Brendy. How are you, darling? Good, how are you? I'm good. How was your weekend? It was lovely. I was I uh, went away into the country. Yes, well, I'm yep. glad that you got here because it sounded like you may have got lost. I didn't get lost. I was just unable to complete my hike, which was a bit disappointing, but still <laughs> a great fitness activity anyway. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And you got here. And that's yep. the main thing. <laughs> Thank you. My God. Now, listeners, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or really, you know, whatever you listen to podcasts on. And follow the show at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, or email through word suggestions or anything else to wordofthegay at litmedia.com. Damn straight. So what is the Word of the Gay? What is the Word of the Gay? This week, we are talking about U-Haul. What's a U-Haul? What is a U-Haul? A U-Haul is like a popular moving company in the Mm -hmm. United States and Canada. It is. It was actually founded in 1945. Oh. Yep. By a gentleman called Leonard Schoen in Phoenix, Arizona. So let's go back to the 1940s. You can't marry that guy. George, I'm going to. Why, why not? Well, I don't know. I thought I'd be for it at first, but you just don't seem to match up. Thing. <laughs> Heterosexual couples and white picket fences and outback America. And he apparently owned a garage and she started doing this moving furniture and trailers and blah, blah, blah across. Anyway, since 1945, it's actually with the most successful moving storage rental company to the point where U-Haul is just the name of a any. moving yep. van. It's mm-hmm. actually not like Honda or Toyota. It's yep. car. Yeah. <laughs> came to this U-Haul center to rent a pants sprayer. I can paint the house and still go fishing. I didn't know U-Haul rented lawnmowers, tillers, cement sure. mixers. Now U-Haul centers rent almost everything for home. Floor care. Work. Plumbing. And planes. VCRs and movies. 
Now U-Haul even rents motorhomes, camping trailers, and boats. Perfect for my fishing trip. Honey, after you finish painting, let's go catch some big ones. Thanks, U-Haul. When did you think the owner originally intended for it to be so associated with lesbian culture? Look, I'm going to say country Phoenix, Arizona. Most likely not. 1945. <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> did you say lesbianist? Lesbianist. I would think not. No, yes, I wouldn't either. Well, the U-Haul that we're talking about today... um, Not a moving van. (laughs) No, I'm glad you really did good research, thorough research on that. It's basically a stereotype that lesbians go quickly from dating into a relationship and then moving in together. So I'm moving all of my notes off the page because they're all about just a van. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's sometimes referred to as a syndrome. So U-Haul can basically be a noun as well as a verb and a modifier. So one can be a U-Haul lesbian or can U-Haul with someone or be in the state of U-Hauling. So it's a very versatile word. Very versatile. In the lesbian community, there's a phenomenon where women move in together after only a few months of dating. These are their stories. So Lenny, as an experienced lesbian... I'm not that experienced. (laughs) You're more experienced than me. Um... Have you ever experienced this term U-hauling? I've experienced the term, but my, I mean, I just moved in. I've already mentioned this on the show. I hate to when these people talk about my girlfriend, uh, but I just moved in with my girlfriend. Of, did you hire a U-haul? No, I hired a ute <laughs> myself, yeah. Our which version. is pretty gay, yeah. We've been going out for three and a half years and we just officially kind of moved in together. So I don't think I've experienced it. But my version was that I did move across like to the other side of the world after only having dated her for a year. So I suppose I like had a quite serious commitment fairly early on. That's serious, but I don't reckon that's a U-Haul. No, it's not a U-Haul. Yeah, that's just my, that's, that's my closest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a thing for other people. I think maybe it's something that more occurs early on in maybe lesbian women's lives or in their early 20s and their teens. Although through my research, I've read that a lot of people have friends that are like kind of destined to keep making this mistake. (laughs) U-Haul to me means um, basically my entire lesbian history. Lesbians in general kind of want to just jump in and like latch themselves onto people and like be sort of... You holly. Well, I don't know, you spend so much time with someone and then they just sort of are living with you. Magically. There's definitely a lot of truth to it. I always kind of knew that or just assumed but had my own theories. But there's a woman, uh, Laura Costine, who's a clinical psychologist and she has like the LA Lesbian Research Clinic and she's kind of studied the science behind it. So it, it's not just a stereotype or... Um, so there's actually scientific proof. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You can learn more about lesbian love addiction in my book called The Urge to Merge. With there being scientific evidence, does love come into it or is it purely chemical? There's a a bit of both. So I'm not saying I don't want to reduce anyone or women to their biology, but biology is important. What's love got to do with it? (laughs) It it does affect us, but you can fight biology in some ways. Basically, when women produce a hormone called oxytocin, Mm -hmm. and that's when they're Um, having sex, falling in love, connecting like intimately or breastfeeding. Right. What this does is just kind of an encouragement to attach to a person. Ah, bonding. Yes, bonding. Yes. (laughs) 
But because there's two women involved, it's kind of like double the hormone and both people are intensely attaching. It doesn't mean that they don't you know, love each other or like each other. It, it clouds things a bit, which love does in general. But mm. for women, it basically speeds things along um, where they might be like, oh, this is so perfect. Why don't we just live together? The other reason biologically is basically that yeah, women, their brains are wired more for that type of connection. It's interesting because I've, yeah, I've got a number of different lesbian girlfriends. Most of them are in relationships and the ones that are, they pretty much, like I've got two girlfriends, they're living together, they've been together for years, years. They're both in like their mid thirties and they've bought a house, they're getting married and they've just bought a holiday house down in like Sorrento. I'm like, you are literally doing what my parents are (laughs) just doing at the age of 60. (laughs) Sisters and sisters, I pledge allegiance to the orange and white flag of the United Mates of U-Haul and to all the lesbians on which it will land one lady under me indemuffable with pack and tape and bubble wrap for all even gay men it's like, yo, you might be dating for a year and it's like, we're moving in together. It's like, mm, it's very lesbian up here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's not like exclusively to lesbians, but it just has that kind it's of... It's just become that sort of stereotype. Well, the stereotype, but also there is... It's just more likely to happen to them, mm. although they can fight it. There's a couple of other reasons as well that it happens. Like? So just society. From like an early age, women are told that it's really important to be in a relationship and whether they're hearing that about, you know, it's important to have a man and be in a relationship if they happen to be a lesbian they're still going to kind of they have that maybe in the back of their minds told like that it's important through schooling or upbringing or yeah just pop all of those things and just society like, yeah. yeah society itself yeah yep. that's just saying it's like one of the most important things in life and that's also in that woman's study that that really affects you and then also internalized homophobia and misogyny can kind of lead to low self-esteem and worth and i'm not saying that everyone that quickly gets into a relationship has like low self-esteem but those are also contributing factors where if you get that love and you have low self-esteem it can kind of again cloud you know you might not see certain things and it clouds your judgment we've all got those few friends that can't be single yeah <laughs> yeah it's true they don't yep. cope bounce from relationship yep. to relationship they actually said like a lot of people have said that obviously lgbt community members are all at higher risk of having um addiction and for lesbians it's love addiction wow yeah and for gay men it's very different but we can That's discuss so that later maybe yeah so different <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's interesting that you say that, Lenny, because I actually heard a theory recently that they actually have a stunted development in regards to relationships. I came across that too. It's basically saying that, like, because gay people don't often date in their teens and they're closeted or date people of the same sex, that they have no experience in relationships. So when they get into them, they, like, rush into them um, or they kind of don't know what they're doing and that's why they deteriorate. I think it's more that, if anything, that gay people don't have those, like, role models. If you're gay and you have lack of other gay role models, like older people in relationships or, like, functional, healthy relationships, and then you've also got the added stresses of being gay, that is maybe potentially what's more likely to be the reason that, you know, a relationship might deteriorate or you also might jump into 
a relationship. Yep. And then also maybe that if you're gay and you haven't had experience when you're in high school dating someone of the same sex um, or having sex with them, which is super rare, and you've had sex maybe with the opposite sex and it's been bad and you feel like a bit you know, misunderstood and then you finally meet someone, you kind of jump on that not because you're inexperienced, but because it's like, oh, I finally met someone that like understands me, but maybe really that connection isn't as strong. But I think that lots of people have that when they're young, like they meet someone when they're like 18, 19 or 20 and they think like they're going to be with that person this forever. Is this is it. I reckon it's bullshit. Yeah, same. I mean, yeah. a gay man myself, obviously, <laughs> listen to <Yeah>. me. Um, <laughs> As a gay man myself who's nearly 30, I can honestly tell you I've never had a proper full-time relationship. Yep. I've dated, I've been seeing guys and whatnot, but during my teenage years at school, no, I didn't date anyone. Um, I think, yeah, lack of role models, definitely. Yep. I think it was lack of exposure mm-hmm. and lack of education. And also, I wasn't out. Yeah. So, you know, finding a boyfriend when you're not out, bit hard. Yeah. And also living in the suburbs at a school where... It's full of jocks and it's 2006. There was one boy that I did like (laughs) and we'd have moments, but it wasn't at school. It was like friends would have slumber parties and there was always like attraction and affection and there was was closeness, but it never. And then sadly, when I came out, he was the one person that reacted badly in the sense that he completely cut me off. He's now married. Oh, I was going to say he might be gay. No, he's married. Well, he might be. Oh, yeah. He's married. (laughs) Um, to a beard, um, but no, I, I honestly, I don't think it's, I don't think it's stunted me. No, um, I don't. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think so either. I think that, like, lots of heterosexual people wouldn't have dated in high school. It doesn't mean that, lot yeah. Of, a lot of my straight friends in high school didn't date. Yeah. Does not mean that they're and a lot stunted. Of, God, they just went wild after school finished. Yeah. They just didn't like anyone in the year. And a lot of gay non-gold star people also dated, yeah, Absolutely. in high school. Okay, guys, now it's time for a special lightning round. Today I'm running around New York with a pack of wild lesbians. They're so another term about this habit of lesbians is also called the urge to merge. The urge to merge. <laughs> Um, But it also refers to the tendency for both members of a couple to become the same person in many ways. Like where they start looking like each other? Yeah, like same haircut, same outfit. Same Botox cheeks. Yeah, matching tattoos. Oh, God. (laughs) Botox cheeks. His and his, hers and hers. Yeah. Hand towels from Um. the 80s that they used to, oh, crap. Matching dressing gowns. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it does sort of make sense. Some things make sense, like... 
you're the same sex slash gender. You're yeah, constantly spending time with this person. They're going to rub off on you in certain ways. But, yeah, you don't want to become the same person. No, definitely um, not. One of my favourite things about being a lesbian is being able to share clothes. Although oh, right. my girlfriend borrows- <laughs> I was nodding like no. when you said share. I was like, oh, like, yeah, like feelings share. and emotions. You're yeah. like clothes. Oh, no, share. Right. <laughs> oh, we can go into that, yeah, in another episode. <laughs> But my girlfriend totally borrows way more of my stuff, which is, is fine because I like sharing. But we just had a fight on our weekend getaway in like an op shop, the pants I'm currently wearing. They are fantastic. I bought two pairs of checkered pants, one for summer and one for winter. I decided I was going to buy them. For our listeners who can't actually see them, they are a brown and green olive checkered pant. <laughs> Very smart. Yes, It's a nice you. picnic pant. Yeah, so I picked them out and I was ready to buy them and she decided that she wanted a pair, but that like she was kind of entitled to have one pair because I had picked out two. Anyway, I did not take it well. And then I offered to give them to her later and she tried them on again and... Did you cause a scene? No, I caused a, I didn't cause a scene, but like we did have a like mini fight about it because I'm very good at sharing and she's not. Anyway, I decided to actually give them to her and then she decided she didn't want them because they didn't fit her right and she was making like an impulsive decision. So and, and now I have two pairs of pants, which I'm happy Perfect. about. Yeah, Perfect. But I, so it was a win-win situation yes, for you. But basically <laughs> we do have similar tastes and it works in some ways. Yeah. But did you have but those similar merge. tastes before your relationship? Was it's it? like weird because if you're in a relationship for a while and you're like really growing together, yeah. We're not that similar, mm. but my fashion's changed a lot in the last three and a half years. So, oh, you know? God, look back like <laughs> yeah. 10 years and you're like, what am I wearing? So, yeah, I don't know what we would have grown as separately if we weren't together, but... I worry that like in 10 years' time, I'm going to look back at like what I'm wearing now and be like, what was going through my mind? The, the more time that goes on, I have less regret about fashion. Like I, mm. when I was younger, I would regret that something I wore like the day before or a week ago... And now I finally have found myself, I hope. I don't have to feel like that. So I was thinking, does this U-hauling phenomenon mean that lesbians don't enjoy casual sex? You were asking the wrong person. (laughs) (laughs) And basically, no, no, it doesn't. Just because you're prone to being in a relationship, when you're out of that relationship, obviously lesbians like to have sex. Maybe not in the exact same way that we discussed last week um, with the beats and gay men. Um, or just one night stands. Yeah, one night stands. But there's like lots of different types of connections. So just because you're having like a really intense sexual connection or happen to like someone a little bit, you know, enough to kind of go home with them, that doesn't mean that you're going to be in a relationship with them. Yeah, that's kind of funny, Lenny, because casual sex is very, very popular with within the gay world. Yes. I'm not the biggest casual. Neither. I have my fun here yeah. and there, but I definitely <laughs> would rather a relationship and sort of seeking that, like, my last decade of my 20s. Yes, it's been fun. And <laughs> I look back and I'm like, mm, yeah, that one was fun and that one was fun and blah, 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 whatever else. But my 20s, I have got no relationship experience yep. whatsoever. I've just got a list of fun men. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's nice, but it's, it, yeah, it was fun and it was liberating and I yep. was independent and a single girl, which is great, but it was also, I sort of looked at it and I was like, I'm so fucking ready to just not settle, but actually meet someone and experience a relationship. Yep. You know, people jump on this, you know, oh my God, you know, you hauling and, um, mm. you know, oh my God, you know, two gay men moving in after a year, oh, that's so lesbian, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, subconsciously, 
it's affecting your decision. Yeah, totally. Like the, I imagine the the pressure for gay men is like the actual opposite, where it's like, oh, you're still dating this person, or you're in a relationship, or you've been in a relationship for ten years, or you're in a monogamous relationship. Like, oh, that's so shocking. I met a guy the other night yeah. just for drinks. Like I was out with friends, yeah. met and just randomly met him because he came over and got chatty with us and whatnot. I actually hit it off with him, and we were having such a laugh to the point where I was like, this guy's actually really good value, and he's he's making me laugh. That's yeah. All, that's all I'm looking for yeah. is someone to make me laugh. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Like, I'm not like, oh, my God, put a ring on it. But friends pulled me over because, one, they weren't a fan of him. They pulled me aside because they could tell that I was and turned to me. And one of them, he's very into Downton Abbey, turns around. And he's like, Brenty, we d- we, we've been having a discussion and we don't think you should marry that one. One, I just looked at them and I thought, okay, stop being, you know, so dramatic. Stop being so dramatic. And <laughs> two, thanks, guys, but that's not your decision yeah, to make. No, yeah. One, I'm not planning on getting yeah. married, but I'll date or I'll flirt or yeah. I'll chat with whoever I want. Yeah. Yeah, like where is that coming from, that kind of advice? You know, it's it's annoying at times because I sort of find, you know, open relationships and the casualness of it all are sort of becoming more of the norm as yeah, opposed totally. to monogamy is becoming less and less... I was going to say popular, but regular. What What do lesbians bring to the second date? I don't know. What do they bring? A (laughs) (laughs) U-Haul. And no one ever laughed at that joke. So that comparison actually exists in joke form. It's the origin of the term U-Haul in this context. It goes back to the early 90s and the comedian, actress and gay rights activist Leah Delaria. She's Boo on Orange is New Black. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. She... Um, remarked, what does a lesbian bring on a second date? And the answer is a U-Haul. <laughs> so obviously, as we've been talking about, we've kind of been talking about the speed of lesbian dating. Yes. I don't know how many people actually move in on the second date. The male version. Mm-hmm. 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 Have you come across it? <laughs> I have. Yeah. It's so sad. It is so sad. What I a- feel sad like, yeah. Oh, I'm what happy is a- I'm not a gay man. What does a gay man bring to a second date? Answer, what second date? So freaking true yeah it's brutal it's actually yeah i read it and i was like this isn't i'm laughing but at the same time i'm like <laughs> oh hurts. my god this hurts because it's it's happened to me so many times yeah and it um, has and sometimes if you don't put out on the first date there's no second date look oh not all the god. time but i'm sort of like Girls am i so not getting a second date because i didn't put out on the first date and i'm not the type to put out on a first date oh girls are so different I'm a bit it's like fashioned. it's all right if you don't want to do anything like this is just so nice it's like i feel blessed Oh my god, I I did have a guy walk me yeah. home to my apartment the oh, other yeah the other week and like kissed me outside the front and I was like oh my god, <laughs> sixpence the richer Romance. kiss yep. me came on and I was just like <laughs> yes but, yeah it kind of died in its ass but that's fine but then others it's just like far out yeah let's leave a little bit of mystery. I think that lesbians are actually kind of going against the grain of this U-Haul and especially like young queer women, people in their like early 20s are opting for like poly relationships, non-monogamous, open relationships. But I also think that's great if you're you're like that. I'm personally monogamous myself, but I think that a lot of those open relationships, non-monogamous actually take a lot of time. So if you're jumping into that, this is not an advice podcast, but you know, if you're jumping into that, like, you know, the first couple of weeks of your relationship, it's a lot harder. Once you kind of have that stability and trust and foundations, it becomes a little bit easier 
So being a monogamist yourself, do you find monogamy difficult? I Tell me your secrets. <laughs> I, no, I don't. I don't judge people that do. Well, I just sort of think of it as like, is it monogamy that's difficult or is it just the person that you're dating? Yeah, it could be, it could be both. Yeah, right. I don't find it difficult. Yeah. But I'm a lesbian, I don't know. <laughs> you're like, and I like to But I'm not. There's, lots of, there's lesbians that have successful open relationships or do have those multiple attractions. Maybe I am a U-Haul lesbian deep down. Yeah, maybe you are. Yeah. Oh, U-Haul. Oh, oh, wait. oh, we know what the U-Haul oh, is. Oh, yeah, the U-Haul back in the, in the 70s. But this is U-Hauling. U-Hauling. You move in on the first date, basically. Yeah, she, yeah we, we've been so, doing that a long time, us And lesbians. she keeps doing it, right? Yeah. She just doesn't do it once. Yeah. She does she it all does the time. Serial U-Hauling. It's funny why. how that's still around because slang changes so much. Oh, I moved in with a woman before I started the relationship. So that I gotta get a gold star for that. The first literary reference to lesbians and U-Haul is in the book called Stone Butch Blues by Leslie Feinberg. So the book is widely considered to be a groundbreaking work about the complexities of gender, and Feinberg was the first theorist to advance a Marxist concept of transgender liberation. In in the book, she talks about meeting a girl and then after a month they rent a U-Haul together and move in. So this is kind of uh, where it sort of came from. Yeah, where it came from. And then obviously Leah Delaria turned it into that joke. Yeah. And then there's only one other pop culture reference that I remembered, which is just the L word, which obviously anything in lesbians, like every lesbian episode we do, we'll probably come back to the L word. The L word. Everything you've heard is true. Jen? Tim? You all right? Yeah. Showtime's provocative new series, The L Word, is the hottest show on television. Hey. Now you know what time it is. Leonard, it is <laughs> game time. Whew. The name of the game is You Haul and Me Hauling. You're going to list off a number of different celebrity power couples, and I'm going to hit you back with the time frame that I think they got together. Okay, cool. Okay, hopefully I know them. Ellen and Portia. Three weeks. Lily Tomlin and Jane Wagner. Oh, probably about uh, a good year. They've been the, together it was the 40 80s. years. Yeah, it was the 80s. Yeah. Jodie Foster and Alexandra Henderson. Two days. <laughs> Jody, <laughs> um, Sarah Paulson and Holland Taylor. I can't even. I'm gonna <laughs> look. I'm gonna say Holland Taylor was waiting a very long time, so it's gonna be probably about a week. <laughs> Virginia Woolf and Vita Sackville West. It was the 1920s, so let's say four years. Um, Billie Jean King and Alana Kloss. Ah, well, Michael Jackson did not have her baby, so <laughs> let, let's go. Oh, God, Billie Jean, Billie Jean. I saw her haircut. 80s, yes, yep. no, bad haircut. Going to say three months. Raven Simone and Asmarie Livingston. Oh, that is so Raven. Um, six months. I loved that show. Anyway. Yeah, it's actually yeah, one of my favourites too. That's so Raven. Annie Clark, a.k.a. St. Vincent, and Cara Delevingne. Nine months. Cynthia Nixon and Christine Marioni. Um, I'm going to say probably about a week because that was one massive shell shock when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> one week she was banging Steve on that on Sex and City and the next she was like, hey, everyone. <laughs> so a week. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, so much for listening. You can subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow the show at Word of the Gay Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you, Lenny, for a wonderful, wonderful time together. You're welcome, Brandy. Thank you, too. <laughs> this has been Word of the Gay. Over and out. <laughs> 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.